Hi, everybody. This is Mary Davidson, one of your co-hosts of the Better Events Podcast. In today's episode, we are diving into gratitude and how you can express gratitude at events. This is a really important topic. This is a really timely topic for the season, and it's something that should be considered all year long, but we are excited to talk about it today. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Better Events Podcast. Join two event strategists, Logan Clements and Mary Davidson, who believe we can all create, host, and attend better events. In this podcast, you will learn about event strategy and actions that you can use today as an event host, planner, or manager. Hear directly from the people who are creating innovative and inspiring events today and tomorrow and grow your business along the way. Now, let's get started and thanks for listening to the Better Events Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Better Events Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Logan Clements, and I'm joined by fellow co-host Mary Davidson. And this week's topic is very topical. Probably that's like defined by the word of topic, I guess. But the fact that we are coming to you on Turkey Week and we're going to be talking all about gratitude, especially around a holiday celebrated here in the U.S. that is all about gratitude. And it just felt fitting to talk about that, um, especially with the lens of events and how we express gratitude at events. But Mary, before we jump in, uh, my conversation starter for you this week is what's your favorite Thanksgiving or fall tradition? So I'm not a huge tradition person. I want to be. I just feel like, yeah, it takes us a while to make something a tradition. But a couple of Thanksgivings ago, we, after Thanksgiving, like the traditional Thanksgiving meal, um, me, my in-laws and I were like, we're hungry. So <laughs> we're like, what do you want to do? And so we were trying to find a place that was open. And we found a pupuseria that was open. And so we went and got pupusas and they were amazing and it was a great time. And so we're like, we're going to start doing this every year. So this year we might go get pupusas and I'm excited about it. So that's, that's mine. Follow-up question. What's a pupusa? Oh my gosh. A pupusa is a delicious thing that I am going to totally not be able to describe. So I'm sorry. Everybody is listening to this. I'm already going to embarrass myself. It's a thick griddle cake or flatbread from El Salvador and Honduras made with cornmeal or rice flour. That's what Google just told me. So it's like a, it's like a, it's like a sealed quesadilla. That's what it is. It's amazing. We're going to have to put a link in the uh, show notes for that, for that, a visual for people. A Cause visual, now I'm hungry. Yes. Um, my favorite Thanksgiving tradition is when I am home in uh, Philadelphia, which I will be this year, um, since this is today's Wednesday, uh, tomorrow I will be getting up nice and early and going to watch the Philadelphia Thanksgiving Day Parade. And my family, this was a way to get all of us as kids, lots of siblings out of the house, I believe. That was my theory. Uh, and leave those that were doing the prepping of the food alone so they could prep the food. Um, but we take the train in from my town that I live in outside of, my parents are in outside of Philadelphia. And we always get hot chocolate from Dunkin' Donuts at the train station and it's way too hot and we all burn our tongues. And then we go and stand and cheer on everybody in the parade, which is like a lot of bands, floats. The Philadelphia parade's not as big as the Macy's Day parade. So we joke, we get a lot of like B-list, C-list celebrities and it's very fun to see who they are. And then uh, personally, I love whenever there's those big balloons with people holding the strings down to keep them down, uh, you yell spin it at them multiple times. Like you just chant spin it, spin it. And then they'll start spinning in a circle and you cheer. It's very simple, very fun. And we're always home like before 10, 11 or 10 a.m. <laughs> to, to actually then watch the Macy's Day Parade. 
That sounds so fun. I like feel like I was living vicariously through you as you described that so wonderfully. That sounds amazing. And I, and I just don't know how I forgot. I love the Macy's Day Parade and I like to watch it every single year. So absolutely. Also, one of my dream like manifestation things for that I want to work is the Macy's Day Parade. So if anyone has any connections, let me know. But <laughs> I just think what you're saying sounds so fun. I want to be a part of it. So cool. Send me some pictures. That sounds awesome. I will. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. I used to be on drumline in, in high school. So I always love the bands. They're quite fun, but yeah, it's very enti- enticing to see what, who makes it for the Philadelphia always changes its sponsor. So I'm not even going to try to name the sponsor, but their Thanksgiving day parade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Well then transitioning into our topic today about gratitude, it's so important to express gratitude just always. And not, so not just in November, but all the time. And we found that expressing thanks has been a crucial tool for each of us as we grow our businesses. And so we're going to talk more about how that is. And so, as you know, we like to start off at the very beginning and the very basics. So what do we mean about being grateful at events, Logan? Yeah, I feel like as, again, this is the time of year where you kind of reflect on things you're grateful for, but um, it takes a village to do these events that we do, even if the village is only a per- one person or two people, Um, But even if you're a solo team, it takes a lot of different parts to come together to make an event happen. And so talking about how do you express gratitude for all the different parts and pieces that are involved in your event planning process. And we thought we should dedicate an entire episode to this because I think some people forget about this part. We all do the like the pre-work is like when you have all that energy and you're climbing that mountain, you're climbing that hill. And then the event is like the peak of the hill. And then usually we're also quite tired and, you know, maybe you're burnt out. Or maybe you're just, you know, tired is the only word you can describe how you're feeling. And so you kind of forget that post-event process is always things that like get forgotten. Or if you're someone like Mary and I that do lots of different events for lots of different people, you might just have to switch your brain to the next project. So it's hard to remember to slow down and do some of these things. So the goal of this episode is kind of like to talk about what Mary and I have experienced, what we do, some of our best practices, and just get you thinking about how not just during November, but throughout the year, you can work this into your event planning process. Um, Or if you're an event host who hires people like Mary and I, you know, what are some tweaks and things you can do just to make everyone feel more, you know, thankful for each other? I think this is a really cool topic because it like humanizes the event experience, but sometimes it's very much like you do this and you do this and you do this and you do this and then you're done. And, and there's a lot of people like you're saying that do those, that help those things happen. And, it's yeah, I don't know. Just thinking about it right now it makes me feel like, wow, this is a, this is an important topic because it truly gets forgotten often. And I even forget about it often. But the fact is that we're all like humans doing this work. <laughs> and so thanks just has got to be part of the process. It's not like we expect thanks, but boy, is it nice. So I'm excited to, yeah. to hear more about this. Yeah, I think and like just to- Flowing into kind of our next question, talking about like examples of gratitude, the human side of events is what gets me really excited. And so a big part of like my values is how we treat people and treat others, especially folks you want to work with again. Um, And remembering that something as simple, I guess this is my first example, as a thank you card, a thank you card to people on your team, a thank you card to your volunteers or a thank you card to your client. Like, and I like to handwrite these, which again is not scalable, I know, for if you had like 3,000 attendees, but um, It's something that I like to do and I like to do it. Um, I often will try to do this before the event is actually over if I can um, so that it's done and post event. All I have to do is either mail it or hand it to that person. 
Um, because like we talked about, you get tired and you forget about this and, you know, you want to do things while they're fresh. Um, and so writing a handwritten card, even if it's as simple as that, just taking the time to write something, um, is such a, I've, I've heard, I felt the impact when I've received a handwritten thank you from someone, no matter if, again, if I was a volunteer or if I was paid. Um, and then I've, I've heard that from other people that I've written thank you cards for, that it was just like a nice, just again, like Mary said, the, the human side of it, we're just acknowledging that we're all humans and we pulled together and like, maybe you were paid to be there, but you're still a human that put energy and effort into something other than yourself. Mary, do you have a good example of a positive, a positive example of gratitude? Uh -huh. Yeah, I want to say I've been the, the beneficiary of, of Logan's thanks and cards and other things. And it's always such a nice surprise. So it's it's really talk about surprise and delight for like people you work with. <laughs> That's a wonderful thing to do. So thank you. And um, I really enjoy I think like the power of words are, po are powerful to me, um, maybe like words of affirmation. And so just having someone say thank you actually means a lot. <laughs> Because, yeah, th this is where it's hard, I think, when I think about it in my mind, and maybe maybe I think too much about things, but I am like, well, this is this is like my job. This is what they're hiring me to do. They're paying me to do this. So it's like they don't need to say thank you. This is more of a transaction. But the work that we do is so service-based that a thank you, I feel like, really goes far. And I think it would for anybody. Like you're, you're at the grocery store, you say thank you to people. It's just a nice thing to do. But when I get thanks, just words saying thank you after an event or maybe throughout the process, for me, it really affirms what I'm doing. I'm like, okay. So, so I think that they're at least like pleased. I feel like I'm doing a good job. It's just a piece of feedback for me that means a lot. Just a simple thank you. So maybe you just got a glimpse of my brain and how I read into things too much. But I appreciate just the, the verbal words, if, if nothing else, that is wonderful. And I have one example. So um, I recently did an event and it went well. I can't think of any like major thing that went wrong. Um, of course, there's always ways to improve. And so I was like, it's, a, it's the end of the night. It's like the event and the end of the night. So I'm tired and I'm like, not sure how I feel about it. I'll, I'm sure I'll stew over it in the next few days. Um, but I had so many committee members come up to me and like one one lady, she's just so nice anyway, but she like grabs my hand and she's like, thank you so much. No, seriously, thank you. Thank you for working with us. We're crazy. We couldn't have done it without you. And I was like, whoa, just like showered with thanks from this lady. And then the rest of the committee members came up and said the same thing, like said it as well in their own words. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I've never had a group of people come up to me like this the night of an, of an event and thank me in this capacity. That meant so much to me. So that's one example. Yeah, I feel like, you know, you, you felt seen and recognized in that moment. And that's something that, you know, I, I feel like you would hope more people take the time to do. Um, another example, and this one has a little bit more of a monetary side, you're probably familiar with, you know, tipping at a restaurant and how that's how you're expressing gratitude to your server. We've also now learned that, you know, most servers, they have to rely on tips. So it's kind of now an expectation. And so that is something you can do with your event vendors. You can also tip. I know it's very popular, specifically in like the wedding industry mm -hmm. to have um, tips for all of your vendors. Um, I will say personally, I don't so much tip um, even for like my team. I found that I prefer the like thank you note and or then doing like a gift for people on the team. And so I've received again as a volunteer, I've gotten like a gift card to somewhere um, for my team, I'll either do like just something small. Um, I love chocolate. Seattle has got a lot of great chocolate, you know, 
not factories, but manufacturers and like handmade, that, that kind of stuff. So I like to bring that along, especially if I'm doing an event that's outside of Washington state. So I can be like, here's a little taste of home. Um, or I've done like virtual as simple as even like a Starbucks gift card and being like, here's $20 to get your next, what does that get you now? Probably like two or three drinks, um, <laughs> next two or three drinks on me, but just something that's acknowledging like, Hey, not only am I paying you, but like you also like, I want to make sure you feel special in some other aspects of what you're doing. Um, and I think those can be very like low cost, low energy things to do. If you're like, Logan, I don't have time to handwrite a card. Or I was so busy at my event, I couldn't have grabbed Mary and said, thank you to her face. Like, what could I do? I mean, Starbucks, you just literally need their email address. And I had a person on my team who's not a Starbucks drinker. I sent him a Chipotle gift card. Like you can, a lot of these bigger um, chains let you have very easily can send like digital cards to people. Um, and that's just a way, again, I just feel like it's showing that you're taking the time to acknowledge the things they've done. Um, and it's just because of what we're doing is so people centric. I just think so many people forget about this, but it's really the people that fuel your event. And so you want to make sure they feel cherished and appreciated um, and want to come back and work with you again. Yeah. And one group I was thinking of too, is just volunteers at an event. This is where I see volunteers get forgotten a lot. This is, I guess, more on yeah the event side like the organizer side, sometimes depending on your role, that's not our responsibility, but because these volunteers are like friends of the organization. And so the organization, I love when they thank their volunteers in some capacity as well. It's like you're saying, it's just something, um, whether it is like a little thank you, like like when I used to be involved in nonprofit, we got a bunch of $5 Starbucks gift cards donated. And so we would give those to volunteers, just something so that they know they're appreciated. And this sticks out to me because Recently, in a number of events I've been involved in, we've raised the question of how are you thanking your volunteers? And they're like, they don't need to be thanked. We know them. It's fine. We got a good relationship. And I'm like, okay, I think you should definitely do something about that, though. And so, yeah, it's hard to see volunteers specifically not be thanked because they're giving of their time. Like, that's totally different. They're doing it for free. Like, that one hurts my heart a little bit when I don't see that happen. You and I are so passionate about this <laughs> and listeners, if you're sitting there being like, no, they should have the goodness of their hearts. Like the goodness of their hearts is why they're there, but you can still take the extra two minutes, three minutes, even 30 seconds to express thanks more than just saying thank you for your time. I mean, I think maybe we can say that counts, but yes, if you have anyone who's a volunteer, I'm like, I am so adamant that you need to give them a card. You need to give them a gift card or maybe give them a discounted ticket or they can bring a plus one or just something like there needs to be something in there that is like, thank you for your time. And the simplest of simple is really just like a thank you card. Um, but this is especially someone, if you work for an organization that is like, why do we have such high volunteer turnover? Why can we never, why don't we have many people coming back year after year? And maybe they're passionate about your mission. They're passionate about your event but like there's a missing piece. And that's what I often will find. It's they're not doing something to thank them or to recognize them. Or, you know, I think for one, we even did like a pre-event meeting that we just bought a round of their, you know, we bought them all a drink or we bought them all some snacks as we had our meeting kind of thing. It was just like, just the little things make a big difference and make them feel recognized. Do you have any examples of like bad examples of gratitude? I had in here like negative, but Nothing immediately comes to mind. So share me yours. I think because in my mind, I'm like any gratitude is, is nice, but maybe there's better ways to go about it. Is that what you're thinking of for this one? Kind of. I mean, I just think negative, like when I think of bad examples of gratitude, it's like if it just doesn't fit with your mission or it just doesn't feel authentic mm -hmm. and like, yeah. 
I try to think specifically, but just even like um, like personalized. If it's not personalized, it's fine. But like having a personalized thanks is one step better. That's something. Yes. maybe it's not a bad example, but it's a better example. If it's yeah, or like, and I mean, this falls in line more with I think the mentality I'm taking towards like any gifts I give, or like even when I'm doing events, like talking about authentic swag. You know, just like something that is actually useful and that person would actually like use. Um, in terms of if it's a physical item or something that you're giving thanks versus being like, here you go, here's a mug from my organization and you work with a bunch of different organizations. So like, would you use this again? I don't know. Um, but I think it's just, yeah, making sure it, if it can be personalized, that's great. Um, and if you're going to use a card, just like even taking the time just to sign it. I think I feel like I've received a printed one that just says thanks inside and no personalization and nothing, not even like signed by the person who worked with you. And I'm like, you couldn't have sat down and like just signed your signature 10 times for the 10 of us or something like that. Like, um, I think that's a bad example um, in terms of where I just, again, it felt like, oh, they ticked the box, but I didn't actually feel like they were really thanking me. Um, but on the flip side, if you're someone sitting here saying, I haven't given thank, you know, I haven't been thankful for my team or showed that gratitude, it's never too late. That's my pro tip. One of my pro tips for you. You can always express gratitude like weeks, months after the event. That's totally fine. You can send a thank you note now for an event you did back in February to people you worked with. Um, and if anything, I want to, we're going to kind of transition as we talk more about talking about for clients and, and vendors and things like that. But this is actually like, at, at the core of it where people, you want to express thanks, but it also is like a good business decision. Like it is helpful for you to be giving them a positive, your, your, their last impression of you is something positive. Cause you're giving, you know, you're taking the time to write a thank you note or something that will hopefully only lead to either them working with you again, which makes you look better or potentially more work and referring work to you because you have taken the time and gone that extra mile that maybe other people haven't. So again, the origin of it is you're just, you're, you're, grateful for the people you work with. You're treating them the way you would want to be treated. But at the end of the day, it's also just like a smart business decision to be expressing gratitude to those you work with. Yeah. It's the whole idea of cultivation, like cultivating those relationships. It's important for anything, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm interested to hear how you give thanks um, to your clients and if you send them gifts and how you do that. And let's just talk about your checks mix again for a second. Yeah, we'll leave a, give a give a moment of silence for the beautiful Chex Mix uh, listeners. I do make homemade Chex Mix. And when I say homemade, it's really just the, the recipe that comes on the back of the box. If you buy a box of Chex Mix, like the original recipe. That's the recipe you're giving it away? <gasps> I am giving it away because it still takes love and care for you to actually make it. And I'm telling you, if you buy bagged Chex Mix and then you try my homemade stuff, or if you make it for yourself, it's not the same. It's like dust on Agreed. the Chex Mix. Mine is like in buttery goodness. Um, but yeah, so I make that for, um, we made it for my family growing up, um, with like my grandma, she had us make it. And then we used to give it to neighbors. Um, I have a semi embarrassing story where I actually made it for a bunch of people in my college dorm as a way to like make new friends and go around and like, be like, would you like some checks mix? By the way, I'm Logan. We should be friends. Um, it's still a core memory for my roommate and I, that it actually did work that multiple people for a couple weeks were like, you're the Chex Mix girl. And I was like, you remember me. Okay. <laughs> um, and yes, now I do make Chex Mix, uh, for some of my clients. Um, I can't do it for everyone because everybody, I, I have grown my business kind of beyond that, that point of sustainability, but usually like friends and family will get Chex Mix. So Mary got to benefit from this, from this last so year. So honored. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I think that's like an example, like it's something that I have personal 
you know, a memory of, and then I've gotten to share that with other people and there is a story behind it or, you know, it, it, it sparks a conversation, even if it's people asking me for the recipe um, or I get funny photos of people being like, we can't close the box because it's just really addicting and good. Um, and that like fills my heart with joy. And it's just Chex Mix, you know, it's a snack mix I'm making. Um, but I do send, I do give for how I give thanks to my clients. Um, I often will write, to, write a thank you note. Um, a lot of times with events, we work with a lot of different people. So I won't say I do it for every single person, but often you're either in or working with a lot of like the same, like one person or a handful of people. And so I try to kind of like identify who my like lead person is. Um, and then I'll, I'll just kind of figure out who I definitely like, who would know me and I've worked with a bunch and I'll write them a thank you note. And then, uh, yeah, chocolates have been my favorite thing that I'm giving right now, or like Washington state, we're known for our chocolate covered cherries. So like kind of leading into wherever I'm from. And I did this when I was in China. I also would have something, I can't remember now what I would give, but something niche that was like China related or Shanghai related. Um, and I give it to them usually at the event. So like as part of my like, thanks, bye, hug, here's just a little something for you. And then I head out. Um, and so that's something I try to do for most of my events. Again, it really depends on my role. If I'm just kind of like a member of the team and I wasn't really facing the client, I don't do that for them, but maybe I do it for the person who brought me in. Um, and that has elevated over the years. And when I first started, I felt like I just kind of did like an email or just a thank you note because I just didn't you know, have the funds to be able to, to pay for anything. And like you said, it is a transaction. So my client's not expecting anything from me. It was just something that I know. I liked when I received it. And so it was something I want to do for other people. And I've learned, you talk about words of affirmation. I am like, not so much that I like to receive gifts. It's more like I love giving them. Uh, I love giving them to other people. And so it's also something for me that just makes me feel good. Like, cool, Logan, we, you know, you left them with a little something, whether they say something to me or not. And I've had it come up months later that someone's like, oh yeah, I forgot to say, thank you so much for the note, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, Mary, do you do client gifts? So I, you know, I've only been in business a couple of years. And so last year was my first year that I did client gifts and I gave away um, cookies to the clients. So I had sugar cookies made that were branded and super cute, but I'm never doing that again because it was, it was hard to send perishable items. So maybe that's what you were kind of talking about with Chex Mix and the sustainability of that. Yeah. And so that actually presented like quite a few challenges. And I was like, this is really hard. I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> but that's what I did. And something like that was fun. It was nice to have it like branded and personalized, but also be like a true thanks. And I sent it with like a card. Um, so for sure, I want to do something handwritten again this year. And I'm just trying to think on what that item will be. But yeah, the intent is just to, it's, it's, it's two-sided really. It's to uh, have them like re remember what we went through this year in a way, kind of bring it back to their memory. And then, yeah, just know that I'm grateful for them, which is true. And so one other thing I do, if I'm not sending them something is I last year sent out a video. It's the one time I've ever sent a newsletter <laughs> and it's the only time and maybe I'll do it again, but, um, it was just a video of me speaking and saying thanks and how they've impacted my business that year. And it was, it was one video that I sent to everybody. So it wasn't personalized in that sense, but I sent it with, um, you know, personalizing the the newsletter, if you will. But the video I thought was kind of nice. I don't know. I might do that again. I, I don't know how many people ended up watching it. Well, I should look because I think it's on YouTube. But anyway, <laughs> it was, it was something that I thought was an interesting thing to do and I might do that again. So we'll see. That's so fun. I love that idea. That is such an easy, like, again, we, we knocked kind of not doing the personalization, but I still think that shows you took time and you created something specifically as a thank you to 
your clients versus just sending them a random video that you made about something completely different. Um, yeah, that's what the, the like chocolates and cards are stuff that I do usually like during the project itself. And then at the end of the year, um, I've started doing, yeah, client gifts. And I feel like when I first started in business, I really liked the idea of doing like a holiday card from my business. Like, you know, families do like Christmas cards or New Year's cards or something. And so I got them made online um, and I made a collage of kind of like a couple different photos from a couple different events and uh, printed a note that kind of shouted out a lot of the thing kind of was a most well, partially thanking them and like really loved working with them. And I kind of did list out a couple sentences about like what I, some of the highlights for me were from the year, which were kind of noting a couple kinds of events. And then um, I did handwrite like at the bottom of each of them for the person that I sent them to. And I think I had to enlist my mom to help because it did take a while to get all the addresses because I didn't print those on the cards. I had to like handwrite those on envelopes and that took a little, took a lot longer than I'd anticipated, but that was like a super easy, I mean, total cost, maybe like $40 and then my time, um, to make a, a card for someone. And in my head, again, thinking about intentionality, it's like, it's a gratitude. They get to say thank you for them. And, you know, maybe they hang it up somewhere with their other holiday cards and they're just remember, you know, they're reminded of me and maybe it sparks an interest. Or if I had a client that I did a certain type of an event, now they're seeing a photo of me doing a different kind of event. They're like, wait, Logan does those. Oh, I'm going to ask her for that. Um, and I loved, I did love that. I'm with you that I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do for this year. Um, since I also did last year, my client gift, I did checks mix for friends and family, um, and some like mentors in my life. But for clients, I did a ring light, a little tiny ring light, um, that I could go that. on. Yeah. yeah. I was like, again, trying to think intentionally of like, what could they use? You know, what's something that's also aligned with like what I do and my values. And it's like, I always want people to look better on camera. Um, and I've had a, I had a lot of positive feedback. It was also a lot of work <laughs> to send those out because there are services listeners that you can like hire that you'd send them all of your addresses and you would purchase what you wanted. And then they do all the whole work of like shipping it and everything. But usually they're like 50 to $75 per gift. And Logan strategy group is not at that level. <laughs> so yeah, I was just thinking <laughs> of like, uh, if you know, Cheryl's cookies, they're like that kind of service. And if you don't, you should look them up because I love them. And I, I know that my husband, one year, he was a client of an organization, of company, and they would send him Cheryl's cookies every year to the point I looked forward to it. I'm like, are they giving you Cheryl's cookies this year? Because I'm ready for them. But yeah, you're right. It is, it is costly. Yeah. It just like takes time. So, and it was just like, I learned the hard way with my checks mix. And this is like a pro tip. If you're thinking about client gifts, it's, and especially if your clients are not local and you're not going to like drive around and drop them all off yourself, um, kind of thinking about where they're located and what is the most cost efficient way to ship things. Um, two years ago, I think I just did, I did a bunch of checks mix for people and I went to the post office and the lovely person behind the desk there was like, uh, you should have picked containers that fit our like flat rate shipping boxes. And I was like, that would have been smart versus trying to like ship them in extra containers with like cushioning around them and all this stuff. And uh, it was all lessons learned. And so then last year I purposely like went out and got, you can go to your post office. You can like take the flat shipping boxes with you without paying for them. You pay for them when you actually ship them. You can and also get them mailed to you for free. Yes, Mary. Yes. Good pro tip. I did get them. I forgot I did that too. I got them mailed to me for free. Um, but I like purposely then had them with me. So when I was picking out the containers that I was going to ship checks mix in or even the ring lights in the boxes they came in, I was like, will it fit? 
it'll fit. Okay. We can ship it like no problem. But again, this is your listeners. I'm sure like, that's a lot of work and it was a lot of work, but I enjoyed it. Um, and I had a lot of fun doing it. So it was something that I had the budget last year to set aside to be able to gift people. I would say, again, it wasn't an expectation. I don't think I had any clients sitting there being like, I can't believe Logan's not going to send me a gift. Um, <laughs> but it was just really fun. And I really enjoyed hearing back from people. And I do believe that it helped in terms of getting hired again for certain projects because I was top of mind. Um, and like I said, I also just enjoy the process. So I just enjoy making checks, mix and sending it to people. That's awesome. Um, yeah, I think you're a really good example. So I've been learning a lot this episode from you about being grateful and all of those things. And so, yeah, looking ahead to next year, I'm excited to figure out how to implement it more. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and like getting into, I know we're, we're, we're getting here towards the end of the episode, but just some like tips and tricks, we've sprinkled them in, but uh, a service I use and we'll link that we heard from Megan Ely, who was a member, who was a guest on the podcast last season. Um, she shared a, a company called Postable. It's a free online like mailing address managing system. Um, it's one link to your address book and you can send it to all your clients. And what I did is I just made a big mass email BCCing people like, hey, can you send me your updated email uh, mailing address? It puts it all in there. It also let me put birthdays and some other information I requested, which was really cool just to have. And then with one button, I was just looking now to update it for this year. I can send an email to everyone who filled it out and say, hey, like, can you confirm this is your latest, your, your, your uh, most current mailing address, which just saves so much time because in previous years, I'd manually done this one by one emailing people. And I had it all in like a spreadsheet and it was just a lot of manual work to ask, Hey, have you moved this year? Um, and especially now with us being virtual for a lot of projects, I don't necessarily need the actual addresses for a lot of my clients. Um, so postable is super, super helpful for planning this out. Mary, do you have any other tips for expressing gratitude at events? I don't think so. Just try to do it. If you don't <laughs> implement it, just a little something, something and see how it goes. Yeah, I think it's um, it's definitely worth the time. It's something that is like just so important. Um, thinking about it, just a couple other examples while while we have everyone. Um, another way to express gratitude for your team members or maybe event vendors you've worked with is um, whether you have a vendor list or um, you know that you need reviews. This again is a way that scratch your own back and scratch others. Um, but emailing folks you've worked with and asking if they have a preferred location or place that you want, they'd like you to leave them a review and vice versa. Um, you might be able to ask them if they would leave you a review. Um, if that feels a little salesy to you, you can just start with like, hey, I loved working with you, catering company A. Um, where's the best place for me to leave you a review? And this is something that like maybe it's Google or Facebook or something like that. And that's like free. Also a great way to... Um, you know, get love from your clients. If you're someone that wants to send just like a thank you email, it seems to be the most least personal of everything we've talked about on this podcast, but including in that email, then like, also, if you enjoyed working with me, please consider leaving me a review. I have an email kind of template that I'll copy and paste into my emails when I wrap up with clients, but like coming up on the end of the year is a great time to do it or the start of the new year. Um, and just giving them direct links to where you want versus saying, Hey, can you just go to my Facebook page and don't give them the link and they have to search for it, um, can just help be like another way to show gratitude or for someone who worked under you, maybe going on their LinkedIn profile and asking like, would you like me to leave you a LinkedIn review? Are there a couple of things you want me to like highlight from how we work together? And that's something that could be really impactful, especially with events where we do so wear so many different hats. It's helpful to kind of ask for them, like what you want me to focus on. Uh, for that review. 
I just want to say that's amazing. And I, I think it's so such a good idea. Also, specifically for the vendor reviews. I had one client who said, I asked her, like, how'd you hear about us? Like, when she reached out and she was like, well, I saw your reviews on Google and I saw that most of them were vendor reviews. And I thought that was really cool because it means you can work well with others. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. this actually works. So just double shout out to those vendor reviews. They're super helpful. Yes. Yeah. Don't don't sleep on those. And just again, um, I feel like, Mary, you do a great way of talking about this, of just like asking how, like what are other people's ideal clients or like what they're looking for. So there's a way to kind of craft it. So it's not, you know, if you need to make it kind of a larger inquiry. But I think another pro tip to throw in there too is, and I do this at my annual gifting, kind of like my end of year gifting. Um, and last year I did not get ahead of it. And so I turned it into New Year's gifting. I did it for January. So things didn't get lost in all the holiday shuffle. Um, so you can totally still do that. But I also included some people on my list that were referrals. So these are people that maybe I did not work directly with, but I know for a fact they passed my information on to someone else who then worked with me. And I've tried to do some of this like in the moment, again, going back to that very easy low hanging fruit of like a Starbucks gift card or something from like a woman I know from Facebook, who's a friend of mine that I haven't seen in a while, referred me to somebody else who booked me. They hired me now for multiple events. I sent that woman, I was like, can you send me your mailing address? I sent her a thank you note and I sent her a gift card. But like adding those guys, they can go to your client list if you're doing kind of a mass mailing of some form or a card. And like, cause those people are just as useful as the person who actually booked you cause they're someone who helped you in that process. Um, and then I also include like mentors. We talk about this all the time. I have some formal mentors. I have informal mentors, but like, I just kind of sit down and think through all the people that have impacted my business this year. Like who would I want to thank? Um, and then not necessarily putting them in tears or anything, but like I said, we, we already talked about last year, I had certain people I made checks mix for and certain people that I went with like the ring light. Um, but also people that it's like, it's just a card. Um, so it can look different every year. Don't feel pressured that you have to like beat what you did last year. That's something I'm telling myself every year, um, because it's just unsustainable. You can't go up and up and up and up. Um, but it's just one that it is a really fun process for me. And if it's someone that if you're listening to this and you're like, Logan, I hate everything you're saying. This sounds like just more work. <laughs> I think some of the lower, the easier things like we talked about of sending an email or I love Mary's idea about the video, I think is, a, is if you list, learn one thing from this episode, that's something that like would not take too much time and is very personal um, and just a nice touch. And it wouldn't, it wouldn't be anywhere near like taking all these mailers to the, the post office and all of that. So there's something for you. And I don't think anyone has an excuse to not show gratitude. Agreed. Yes. Here's your challenge for your next coming events. Everybody let us know how it goes. <laughs> Excited to hear. And I think that brings us to the end of our episode, Logan. And Logan has our bonus tip today. So I'm going to pass it right back over to you. Yeah. So this week's bonus tip is all about how you need to have a will be right back slide for your in-person event, your virtual or your hybrid. This is something I started doing from virtual events. And so it's a slide that you like, if you have a technical difficulty or a reason you have to stop your program for some reason, this is a visual that you can just go to until you have troubleshooted and fixed everything. And then you can resume. I did this from virtual. I now learn I probably need it for in-person and hybrid. If you have in-person tech challenges, um, if you have a hybrid event where you have some people in person, some people virtual, you want, uh, we'll be back backslide for either of those as well. And the way I frame it to clients right now is it's my lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> it's my idea that by having it, we won't have to use it. 
but making sure that you have it created one, step one. Step two, actually talk through when you would use this, both with like the client, the person who hired you, as well as the people who are like on screen, if you have an on or on stage, your hosts, whoever that might be, like anyone who has to touch that, let's talk through why we would use it and when we would use it. Because you don't want to assume everyone knows when you use it and it accidentally goes up and it wasn't a technical issue, or you don't want it to go up and your host or MC is like, what's happening? I'm so confused. It is something I have had in every single project this year and I will continue to knock on wood, but I have not had to use it. So by having it, you hopefully won't have to use it at your next event. Amazing bonus tip and super important. So thank you so much for that. And thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the Better Events Podcast this year. So if you'd like to reach out to us, you can email us at bettereventspod at gmail.com or you can reach out to us also on social media at bettereventspod. And thank you so much again for listening. We will be back with you again next Wednesday. Thanks everybody. Thanks everybody.